Welcome back, DP Nation, and what a cliffhanger we have to start with today. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse number 9 reads like this. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Welcome to Double Portion Podcast. I owe my life to you in every way, for you have paid the price for me. What's up, DP Nation? Welcome back. We're so happy to have you in studio with us today. We have some exciting things we're going to talk about. I'm not sure what cliffhanger Brother Mitchell was talking about, but I'm excited to see what he was referring to. So we invite you to join us. We're so happy you're here with us. Bishop, why don't you kick us off? Well, hello, Double Portion Nation and all of my family out there in the Double Portion world. We're so glad to have you back with us. And uh, actually, what we want to talk about it is just incredible. The Double Portion, the experience conference that we had this past week. I do not know when I have been in a service in a series of services where there was such a deep and powerful move of God as the all three of the services that occurred at Double Portion the Experience last week, kicked off by uh, Evangelist Cornelius Williams, who preached a powerful word of God. Then it was followed by Bishop Tom Johnson that the word that he gave was so powerful, such anointing, and then followed up that Friday night with uh, Pastor Bart Atkins. And it's been a long time since I've been in a service where I saw uh, young people laid out praying for, I think it was like two hours after the the close of the service. Uh, we had all kinds of exciting youth activities, but the youth activity that they were interested in was getting closer to God and uh, just an incredible, incredible conference. Uh, make plans for next year, the dates. Did we, did we set the dates? We did. What are the dates? The dates for Double Portion the Experience 2024 are... As follows, as soon as my calendar opens. They will be June 20 and 21, June 20 and 21 of 2024. I would highly encourage you to make plans to be here. Uh, That's a fun time to be in Colorado. I know many people come for the whole week and they spend the first few days up in the mountains and various things. There is no better place to spend a little vacation time than in Colorado. And so it would be a wonderful time for your your youth group. I, I know that's what Pastor and Sister Charles did with their young people. They were here for several days before the Double Portion Conference began and just had a blast. So it's a great time to ra- relax and recreation and then... Oh, my goodness. Let's talk about these services because I was just, I was totally amazed by the incredible move.
love of God and all of these services. It's, it's almost if God's hand, destiny was upon these young people this year in such a powerful way. Well, a big shout out to the Regeneration Youth. Um, a lot of young people really consecrated themselves this year, helping out in many ways. And then the consecration of prayer and fasting that went into this conference, that it was a, it was felt in the conference. It was very much felt. There were hungry young people from our home church here and then our sister church in Greeley and then also the other churches that participate in this, that come, that bring their young people. There was definitely a hunger and a desire for the things of God. Um, if we're not careful, us as young people, we can get so excited that our our excitement just carries us away and sometimes we'll rush right past the things of God and I think that that just happens because we're young people that's why we need the elders amongst us also to say hey guys I know the shout beat you're having fun but let's hear from God we need both that excitement and the shout and also the word from God and there it was definitely in this conference um at any point in the services we could have shouted all night long and the people were ready to shout and then when the word of God went forward, it was definitely a clear, consistent flowing of the word of God. There is very few things as enjoyable as being in a conference when it seems like all of the speakers sat down around a round table and said, okay, a preacher one is going to preach from point A to point C, and then preacher two will preach from point d to point g and then and then preacher three will preach there are very few things as beautiful and as moving as as watching men of god who have committed themselves to hearing from god and you watch man of god after man of god flow in the vein of the spirit and it was also powerful to watch as first night kicked off by dear friend and evangelist Cornelius Williams, a man of God, and I love him dearly, watching as he operated, and, and I don't know how many people in our local church caught it, but he was not only in setting the flow of the conference, but he stepped right into the flow of where our church was. And the ministering that's been going on in this local church, he stepped right into it and began to preach along the same vein. There was no harsh, abrupt shift in what God has been doing in a powerful way in our church. And it allowed the people's spirits to just continue to flow. There was no harsh change in direction. It was He was just flowing in the spirit. He preached about the cost of Christ and how are we, is Satan going to be able to find our selling point? Or, and also, are we willing to look at all that it will cost to be a part of Christ's kingdom and to buy in? To, as it they was would, real discipleship preaching. Yes. It wasn't the rah, rah, rah that you hear a lot of places. I, and, you know, there's a place for rah, rah, rah. I like it. <clears throat> Preach is real good, and it's real popular, but... Man, you could see, and I don't want to go too much in that message because I highly encourage you to log on to CGC Pueblo and listen or watch these services. They were just so anointed by God, obviously. It's not like being there, 
but it's the next best thing to be in there is being able to archive these services so that many of you that were not able to be here can view them and catch the call of God to young people today. Uh, We talked a little bit about this in our interview with Brother Williams. Uh, Young people are sick of entertainment. I, I mean, if you just go somewhere to get entertained, uh, they can go anywhere to do that. There is a call in young men and young ladies' lives to accept the challenge of the Holy Ghost, to be everything that God's called them to be. And uh, that was incredible watching him operate in the Spirit. I'll tell you something else that was so impressive is young people came to this meeting. There was prayer going on. Absolutely. Before service and after service. Absolutely. There was a, uh, there was just a call of the Spirit to prayer. And I was so impressed seeing coming in before service, the cry of God's people was, was going up in a powerful way. It reminded me when I was a kid in the old camp meetings and youth camps that I grew up in in Kansas. People knew how to pray. And uh, I don't think that's old time. I think that's anointed. And when people really sell out to God, that is an, an, a very important part of God. But there was incredible moves of God we'll talk about. A lot of that culminated even last night in our service and how yeah. God, God confirmed his ministry last night with signs right in the middle of that message and just the continuation of the great things that God is doing. Then we move into Friday morning with, as we call him, Papa Jay. And then actually you and Jeff started all that. Yeah. Papa Jay. Um, and we mean no disrespect. That's, that's Bishop Tom Johnson. He's just very, he is literally family and dear to our family. So we call him Papa Jay. And, my goodness, that there are very few God. preachers that can preach along the lines of Papa Jay. Just an anointing and then the wisdom with, with living for God and leading people for that many years, building a rocking revival church and his love for people and his love for the things of God. Papa Jay preached waiting for God's now and just there's no way to describe just go listen to it you just gotta log on and watch it he was there were i was writing as fast as my hand could write me too (laughs) with one of the lines that i that just jumped out to me actually a couple of them one of them he talked about how decisions are made from revelation not from passion and that was very powerful and he, and then when he was preaching along those lines, he was talking about when Moses killed the Egyptian. And he stopped and he made the statement, application, out of what he was expositing. He made the statement. He said, young people, you don't have to bury what is of God. And he was talking about when Moses killed the Egyptian and Moses was trying to do what was right, but at the, the wrong time yeah. and in the wrong way. He did it in passion instead of revelation. And because of that mistake, he had to bury that mistake. And he began to draw out how when you wait for God, you don't have to bury what's of God. Such a powerful 
sermon. And in fact, throughout the entire conference, we had three people that we know for sure received the Holy Ghost, possibly four. And the fourth one, we're still working on if we can confirm that or not. But we know for a fact three people received the Holy Ghost. One of the most beautiful testimonies about one of them is building up to this conference. This man was praying and fasting and asking God, I want the Holy Ghost. He shows up Friday morning, walks into the service, and in the first song of the first service that he had been at, at the altar, God filled him with the Holy Ghost before we got to the preaching, before we got to altar call. There was hunger, and God answered that hunger. He filled that man with the Holy Ghost. Such a powerful testimony. And then from Friday morning, you move into Friday night with Pastor Bart Atkins. And just like I said before, it was so beautiful to watch the Holy Ghost just flow and to watch these great men of God who had very obviously been in a prayer room alone with God. And it was amazing to watch Pastor Bart Adkins. And we saw a similar thing last year at Passing the Torch. There was Brother Adkins was not able to make it till basically church time. He ran into some issues flying and flights delaying and there was crazy weather in, in Denver. And so he walked into the service just a few minutes before it kicked off, showered, changed, was in the prayer room with us, had no idea what had been preached that morning, had no idea what had been preached the night before, and basically read right off of their notes and just continued to operate in the Spirit. It was so amazing to see. And like I said, we had a similar thing happen at at Passing the Torch this last year with with Brother Nathaniel Urshan, Pastor Nathaniel Urshan. And in, in both instances, this past Friday and at Passing the Torch, it was as if they were taking sections of the previous sermons and just hammering them home, re-preaching them, section by section, having no idea what had been preached before them. I'm just telling you right now, and I what know was his title. I forgot his title. Brother Atkins. Yeah. No country to call home. Yeah. No, no country, country to oh, call that was home. Incredible. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. This is already a ways out, but it's coming up. Put it on your calendar. You need to be a passing the torch. It's really interesting you make that connection to um, Brother Nathaniel Urshan at passing the torch and Brother Bart Atkins, because there was such a specific kind of, and, and you've already made mention of everyone responding to the. Holy Ghost and there being such a special movement of the Spirit before the preacher even got up to preach because everyone was just so hungry and anticipating the Word of God and there was just a spirit of unity but right when Brother Atkins took the mic to preach there was a specific feeling that glory that came into the room I couldn't even stand yeah. and it was so sweet and powerful but in hindsight uh, I think it was Saturday night I was riding in the car with mom and we were just talking about uh, double portion and um, I I mentioned mama I don't think I've ever felt that specific feeling the only time I ever felt that was right before brother Urshan got up to preach hmm. at passing the torch it was the same feeling as when Brother Bart Atkins got up to preach. Well, and I I know we're 
connecting well it's both it of the is. conferences are held here and and it double portion is the continuation it's of the passing the torch of passing the torch yes. and it was just fascinating so if you go back to passing the torch 2022 i think almost if not every almost every altar call was huge sections of the beginning there was no music mm-hmm. the preacher was preaching and then God just interrupted the sermon and the Holy Ghost fell in powerful ways. And then somewhere eventually along the lines, the musicians would make their way to the platform and, and continue on. It was the same way in Double Portion. Friday night, it was like a bomb went off in the room and people made their way to the altars and people began to repent and an old time Pentecost conviction. But it was beautiful to watch as the conviction of God fell. And there was a space and time where everyone was repenting and repenting and repenting. And then God honored that repentance mm-hmm. and filled the place with his presence in such a beautiful way. It was very clear that God said, okay, you all have repented and I am going to honor that. And his presence filled the room. And then Mike Bishop said, right on into Sunday morning and Sunday night. And I hope it's been the same way for the churches that have gone home. But for us... Here at CGC Pueblo, Pastor Bart Atkins stayed through the weekend and just the continuation of the power of God that just flowed and it just continued to flow. And the beautiful thing about that is, is it's not it's not just for this church. What's causing that is not just that it's Christian Growth Center. What's causing that is hunger. People are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. And there is a true reviving that is going on and outpouring that is going on in churches all across the United States. If you don't have that in your church yet, buy into it. It's not just just because we found some some secret sauce that we're hiding. It's It's available to you. Buy into it. Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that. The people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. Well, and one of the things that every young man and every young lady has to realize is you don't have to wait for the rest of the young people in your youth group. Uh, This is what real leadership is. One is, is submitting to God. But two is committing yourself, selling out, selling out. We don't hear a whole lot about that anymore. We always are hearing about if you do this, Jesus will do that. And if you do this, Jesus will do this. And you get a new car. new. And it's so a lot of the message anymore is so materialistic uh, that uh, we miss the consecration. It's not what... It's not what Jesus does for us. It's what we do for Jesus. Yeah. It's what the cross is all about. Jesus said, if any man be my disciple, let him deny himself and pick up his cross and follow me. And that's where the 
that's where the incredible reward and fulfillment comes is from seeing the will of God accomplished in our life. It's what Jesus said he came to do is to fulfill the will of his father. Yeah. So uh, in last evening, I believe it was when he talked about uh, God being the God of the valleys as well as the God of the mountaintops. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite scriptures in the Old Testament, but uh, talking about how that right in the middle of the valley, you know, God will move and most of our lives experience will be in the valley. It won't be on the mountaintops. And and how that they can be dark days or just dreary days. No exciting, absolute, you know, you're, you just, you're slugging it out. Not just with the devil, but with life. Because much of life is is just being consistent if you're going to stay ahead in life. And, and much of life is the fight to, to stay on top, to stay, uh, you know, the bills paid, the kids healthy, all of the things that we, that all of us as human beings have to deal with. And, and he was talking about how that God will come through for us on that. And I mean, right when he was talking about how God will come through on that, I received a text from a young man that considers himself a part of our church. He's, he's not in the church right now. He's wayward, but I'm believing God to bring him back. His son was deep into drugs, uh, actually got on heroin, and, and then he started uh, messing with uh, fentanyl. <clears throat> And uh, has been in a coma for six weeks now, five weeks. And just last week, I went with this man to, because he called me. Actually, I was preaching somewhere. I'm trying to think where I was. He called me in the airport. I was in New Orleans. I was in New Orleans. He called me in the airport and said, Pastor, they're asking me to pull the plug on my son. They just don't feel like he's going to have the quality of life that they define as quality of life. So I asked him, I said, well, he's your son. How do you feel about it? He said, well, I want to give him more time. I said, well, then don't be intimidated. Tell him you want more time to let God move. So I went with him to that meeting. And and, and, and to be fair, there were a few doctors. There were many doctors in that meeting. Uh, and a couple of them were very, very compassionate, saying, we know this is your son, but many of them and even some of his own family and friends tried to talk him into taking his son off of life support and uh, because of the quality of life that they felt like that he would live for the rest of his life. The valley, the valley of decision in and that man walked out of there so disturbed. And he, he told me, he said, Brother Elder, I asked my son. I know he can't talk, and I know he's in a coma. But he said, I asked him, do you want me to take you off of life support? If you, if you do, just lay there. If you don't, blink four times. And he asked him that three times, and all three times he blinked 
four times. So there was sentience. He was, he was, he was, he was conscience, even though he couldn't communicate that. And so, and he said, brother elder, you know, I've never lied to you. And I said, I know that. And I believe you, I believe you now. So we went into that room before I left and, and we laid hands on that young man. When I laid hands on that young man and began to pray, big tears began to run down his face. And his son, his son, was in there and got really disturbed because his father tried to raise up off the bed and he was, he was weeping. And I said, no, leave him alone. He's praying. He, you may not be able to hear him, but God hears him. God hears him. And we walked out of there, and we really knew that the Holy Ghost had met with us there. And right in the middle of that message about being in the valley last night, I received this text. Brother Elder, I received an update on, and he calls his son today. They told me that he wanted to sit up in a chair to look outside. He also told the nurse, thank you. I also gave them permission to do a tracheotomy and a feeding tube, which they did. So three days ago, this is all because of the Lord's doing because of the prayers I'm not sure when but they will be transporting so and so back here to rehabilitation in our city this is what just tore me up I had so much faith in you as well brother elder I told myself if I could just get you there and you were to lay hands on him that would be the answer to my prayers and also, you being there and telling me to give God a chance to work really made all the difference in the world. And, and that was so powerful concerning and confirming Brother uh, uh, Atkins' message last night because they had given this young man no hope. They said he would never talk again. They said he would never sit up. They said he would be a vegetable. And he's got a long ways to go. But I want to tell you something. Uh, God is doing great things. There are tremendous miracles that are taking place. And God is confirming his word with these kinds of signs following. And I think that's a whole lot because of the determination. One of the things he talked about is pushing through the, uh, the unequally being yoked in this world. And, and uh, it was just a powerful message. Well, DP Nation, you've heard it straight from the horse's mouth. If you weren't here, you missed it. There's no other way to say it. Now, we're not trying to rub it in, <laughs> but we may be rubbing it in. You missed it. You should have been here. So what do you do? Well, the only way that you can kind of recover from this, there's two ways that you can recover from this. Well, uh, we'll give you three ways you can recover from this. One... Be at Passing the Torch 2023, because if God continues to escalate what he is doing in this city and in this church, yea, even this nation right now, you want to be in the building at Passing the Torch. October 4, 5, yes. and 6. October 4, Make 5, plans. and 6. Are we releasing the speakers yet or no? Yes, we are. Okay, so the speakers are, I don't Wednesday know the order. night, Brother Mark Dross okay. will be ministering to us we had four receive the holy ghost at dp in one of my intents i'd like to see a hundred people get the holy ghost at pastor we are we are going evangelism brothers and sisters uh, we are trying to raise up a generation of people 
that are interested in winning souls. And so he will be there. It will be uh, myself Thursday morning, and then uh, Pastor Miles Young will be Thursday night. For the youth, uh, Friday will be Brother um, James Townley. If I'm telling you, and then Friday night is, is Pastor Randy Williams from Fort Myers. You do not want to miss what God is going to do at... Uh, passing the torch this year. So that's redemption option number one. Make it to passing the torch 2023. October 3, 4, and 5? 4, 5, and 6. Okay, October 4, 5, and 6. You can come Wednesday, in on the 3rd. Thursday, and Friday. Yes, it's the first full week. So come in on the 3rd, get you some Bishop's Castle pictures. Or it actually probably will be beautiful at that time. The oh, leaves yeah. will be changing. But be here for redemption option number one. In the meantime, you can also head to CGC Pueblo Live on YouTube. And then up in the top, you're going to see a section that says Live. Click that. It's going to take you over to a sub-menu where you can see all of our live streams. You can catch all of the services there. Or you can do the same thing from downloading the Christian Growth Center app. So you can go, whether you're going to the Google Store or you're going to the Apple Store, you open the App Store or however you download apps on your device. It's probably way harder if you have a Samsung. I'm sorry. If you have an Apple, it's very streamlined. We love you, Samsung very people. Easy yes. For the Apple people. There's revival for you. There's redemption. <laughs> There's redemption. Just find your nearest phone store and trade you're it You're part in. of our family, Android people. You're part of our family. We love you. Either way, you can head to wherever. This will be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was just a Google bot that just kind of AI power. trying to take over. <laughs> no, that was the that was our fearless producer. He's the only one that has a Samsung in the room, and he's feeling the conviction. It's good. He feels the conviction. Old time conviction. So head to your app store. However you download apps, look up Christian Growth Center. You'll see it'll say CGC on it. Download that. You can also recap or rewatch the services there if you head to the I believe it says the sermon. It'll be it'll say sermons, I believe. Anyway, it's super easy to find in the app. Or if you just are audio, if you like the audio, you can go to our our website and listen to the audio version of it as well. Or even uh our off of our app is the audio You can listen to well. the audio. Yes. yes. So those are your redemption options for now. The the best way is just show up at Passing the Torch and just jump right in the flow of this thing. But in the meantime, you can get on YouTube. You can get it through the app. If you have an iPhone, you can also get it through the podcast app. If you just look up Christian Growth Center, it will pull up our church and everything is always uploaded on there. So those are your options right now. We really wish you could have been here. and We understand not everybody can be everywhere at once. So if you weren't able to catch it, please go back Listen to these powerful words from God and let them move you, let them change you, let them inspire you. The whole service, the music was off the chain. Brother Richard yes. Montez and the, and the praise team just did phenomenal. It was anointed. It wasn't just talent. It was anointed. Everything was just awesome this year. It was a great conference. The food was delicious. The food was delicious. <laughs> Everything was delicious. Everything goes better with the with the topping of the Holy Ghost. Yes. So in the meantime, we love you. We thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope that you will reach out and listen to those sermons. 
let them impact you, let them change you. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to the previous episode we recorded right before Double Portion kicked off with Evangelist Cornelius Williams talking about revival. And the Holy Ghost was in this room as he and Bishop began to minister and expound on their knowledge and their revelation of revival. So if you haven't heard that yet, listen to it, and we will catch you on the next one.